Gray Fox. Praise games. And welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, the video games podcast where a bunch of friends jump on podcasts every fortnight to talk about video games, what they love, what they hate, and that sweet, sweet fandom in between. Join me on the pod this week in a Christmas jumper, no less, a very festive moles, a merry moles. A merry moles to you too, sir. <laughs> Have you got the decorations up? Are you all ready? Decorations are up, yep. Yeah, all the empty boxes of all the decorations are strewn around the house and the decorations are on the walls. Perfect. Okay, so Christmas predictions. White Christmas, yes or no? And what's your Christmas number one song of all time? Go. Uh, Christmas number one song. Oh, it wasn't a number one, but my favourite Christmas song has got to be The Darkness. Yeah, but that, that that's not the, aren't the question. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Don't, sorry, don't came, let the bells end. It, Classic. It, it was second. It got beat by some terrible song. Some depressing song. I can't remember the name of it, but we'll we'll skip past that. That's probably Band Aid. It's always a it fucking Band Aid thing, it isn't it? Uh, wasn't it anyway. Mad World? It could have been Mad World. It, uh, it was, yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, that's nice." No, it's not. It's very depressing. Yeah. It's at the end of Donnie Darko. And the other voice you heard just there is our souls man, like Ric Flair, going, "Woo!" Michael Carden Edwards, how are you, son? Well, you've compared me to Ric Flair. That's sorry, we're sorry. What's, what's, what's what? What would be a better one to compare you to? What do you prefer? Anyone other than that's going to be fair. That's, 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 that's fair. It's very problematic. That is. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only way you can go down is Hogan, and that's like. Uh, <laughs> that's a very very blonde bar, isn't it? Like the pits of hell is filled with peroxide hair. I think is what we've established. Uh, Michael Carn Edwards, who is not in fact Ric Flair. How are you, sir? Favorite Christmas song of all time. Uh, does it have to be a number one? No. Good. Uh, my favorite Christmas song is called "Christmas Is Awesome" by Reuben. You love a bit of Reuben, don't you? They are my favourite band, yes. Mm. Uh, if you're going for more traditional me- measures, then like, you can't beat a bit of Last Christmas, you know? like I was. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, a bit of George. Apparently, yeah. the, there's a documentary about Wham! on Netflix, which is dope as hell. Like, even if you don't like the music, you will end up liking the music. And how a person... Not, how, how, sorry, how could you not like the music of George Michael? Yeah, and wham! Like I, I know, I know. Apparently, those people exist, but I don't want to meet them. But someone I do want to meet, and I'll be at a bar with all the time. Alex Hemming, because you teetotal and you can drive me home. How are you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he says as I pull out a glass of port because I'm breaking the tradition. Because it's Christmas, why the devil not? Hey, go on, knock I it back, lad. One. This was yeah, go win terribly. or lose, hit the booze. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing very good. <laughs> how is uh, how how you doing? And your Christmas song of all time? Give it to me. Uh, if we're going for favourite Christmas number one, that's uh, "Killing in the Name of" by Rage Against the Machine. Yes, that is a Christmas because song. I can't wait for my children Christmas to get around one. the fire and sing it. <laughs> uh, but traditional one, um, probably like "Driving Home for Christmas." I always enjoy or "Little Drummer Boy." Go with one mm. of those. Um, yeah, that's nice. They're always good. I enjoy those. Oh, but I'm, I'm doing well. How the devil are you? I'm doing great. I've been getting over a lurgy. Turns out that lurgy was a chest infection. I've been taking uh, antibiotics for it. Also, turns out I'm a really cheap date. So I had a drink with my wife on Friday just as a like, oh, it's man alive. It's 5 a.m. somewhere. It's been a week. And then like after one drink, I'm basically in my pants out the front of the house dancing. And it's like, man, that escalated really quickly. So there you go, kids. Don't drink and do antibiotics unless you've got someone fun with you. Um, 
And uh, since you asked, Hemming, my Christmas song of all time <laughs> is... <laughs> oh, no, no I, I didn't ask you, Mr. Oh, okay, well, well, fair enough. I'm, I'm classing <laughs> it as Boris Johnson is still a cunt um, because that came out at Christmas and made it to number two last year. And wow. that's how I'm feeling about this current government. I'm keeping it relevant by saying this current government rather than actually saying the party. Um, that or uh, Christmas in Hollies, uh, the um, Run DMC banger from Die Hard, because that is a classic, isn't it? Gentlemen, uh, let's get into it then. So, what have you been watching? What have you been playing or reading of your culture like that? Moles! Moles! What have I been... I haven't really been watching too much recently. Um, I'm currently partway through season one of The Inbetweeners because there's a pub quiz coming up and I need to brush up on the skills for the pub quiz. And there's only three seasons and two films. So, I've got so it's, the, it's the whole pub quiz dedicated pub quiz. to The Inbetweeners? Yeah. I did. Oh, okay. I did a peep show quiz um, a few months back. God, you're um, speaking to the wrong guy, man. You see, it's it, just yeah, like, well, bloody different country, isn't he? Um, yeah, no, but he has a phone. But that's a bit frowned upon, mate. <laughs> or we should just get a like Teams course. I mean, I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm like, you could just Google it. <laughs> that's not in the spirit of a pub quiz for charity, though, is it? There we go. Silence. Fine. All right, um, all right. So I was coughing there. You caught me mid-cough. Don't make me laugh. I'll cough. No, that's I probably thought... the worst thing I could do tonight is be on this podcast. But anyway, go for it. So yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. Um, and then what I've been playing is, Mikey mentioned it, and I'll, I'll let Mikey talk about it. Start playing Fortnite. I'll let Mikey fill in the details on that because he's probably played a lot more than I have. Um, played a little bit of Destiny and the, the new <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, come, we'll come back to you in a minute. You can, you can go full guns on the Fortnite, my friend. I have nothing to say about it. I don't care. I want, I want to know what you think about it. Have you been enjoying it? What's your thoughts? Um, it was okay until I got past playing with bots. And now I'm getting beaten by 10-year-olds. So it's not as enjoyable as the first few rounds were, my friend. But um, I've only been playing solo, so I need some help to beat... Mm. I, I need help to beat the 12-year-olds. It's... Okay. Yeah. Well, it's Michael will get online and you can beat the crap out of those 12-year-olds, my friend. There we go. Uh, I played a little bit of Destiny in the new season. It's the same stuff. Does it feel like it's getting any better? Does it feel like they're turning a corner? Um, no. Not really, no. There's nothing mm. new. There's nothing new. Obviously, there's, there's new story, new seasonal story, but who cares about that? Can I set you a New Year challenge, Moles? Because you're a developer and you can do these things very easily. Well, you want me to you know, beat that... Destiny 3 or something and come out with no, something? Well, yeah, just make, just make me Destiny 3. That's it will be like works. Kong Skull. <laughs> Dong Island. Um, but what uh, the challenge I want to set you is that, you know, there's these funny websites, which is like, is it Christmas.com? Have Man United, like, sacked their manager yet.com? You know, and it's just a website. That you says, want, is no. Destiny good again? Yes. That's what I want. I want you to make a website. I'll I'll I'll, I'll finance the URL. That's <laughs> what is destinygoodagain.com. I just want you to code a page that just says yes or no. no, and then if the DLC is any good, then just change it to yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing with Destiny. They've 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 kind of lost their way the last few years, haven't they? And it's poor old Bungie have have uh, stuck a delay on the next one, sacked all their stuff. So. Probably hence the delay. Um, we'll see. We'll come back to it. I'm sure we will <laughs> next year. 
Yeah, oh, they come back to us. I like to think that Bungie at the moment is like that Simpsons bit where Mr. Burns and Smithers are just running the factory, and that's basically Destiny Two at the moment. They're just two people <laughs> just skipping around doing the dials, <laughs> counting all the uh, money from the microtransactions. Oh yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And so that's that's really I've waffled enough now. That's right, really right, well I've played. So. We'll pass the waffle on to someone else, sir. Uh, let's go over to Mike. What's your thoughts on Fortnite? Uh, well, I've played a lot with, with Woods. Me and Woods have uh, teamed up a few times, done some duos, and uh, as you say, the first uh, session we had, um, it was just it was it was a murdering spree, which was obviously a great deal of fun because it's like, hey, look at us, we're not so bad at this game for kids. Um, and then then we had another go, and it was a little bit more tricky, but it was also it was a lot of fun still. Like we did a lot. Of, we did some revivals. So like I died, Woods revived me, and. You know, we we did the classic thing of getting in the damn car, and then like, when you when you're approaching like the train station, it's like, oh fucking hell, lads, here we go. And then it's you know, it's quite it's it's, it's <laughs> genuinely there's a lot of tenseness. It's a lot of fun. That it's a yeah. I think I feel like the more like it, I think one game we came between about fifteen and twenty or something like that. Like we we did alright, you know, and we're playing against decent people now as well. So or decent er people rather than twelve year static AI bots. Um. And yeah, man, like it's, a, I, I genuinely think it's a lot of fun. The games are quick and quick and easy. Now they have also just added in a, a Lego mode and a racing mode. And um, this so is, uh, I, I, I've, I've seen this and I just need a button to say, it. I also saw they've added in a guitar hero mode as well. Yes. I have not like, played what, that one. I've played what, the other ones. What is this? This is the weird what, thing. What like, is this this game? Is, <laughs> I thought Fortnite was just a battle royale. That that's what I thought Fortnite was, but it turns out it's this this whole platform of games and like mini games and mini modes and stuff. It's just like this universe. It's more of a universe. So yeah, like like I said, there's racing games and all sorts of other crazy stuff. It's not just battle royale shooting people. Yeah. I I will say I will say this because when Mikey out of nowhere said, "Hey chaps, I'm playing Fortnite," I was thinking, "Listen to your champ." I ain't playing Fortnite, but I would also say, I also say, this is his phase, right? You know, some people, when they hit that midlife crisis, go buy a Porsche <laughs> or maybe they, you know, go out drinking at young people's bars. Mikey's just going through his video game midlife crisis playing Fortnite. But actually, like the stuff you said over generally seems, generally seems fun. And one thing I will applaud Epic for is Destiny is the Malibu Barbie of video games. They just keep churning out the same shit with a new hat. Um, this is not that, right? It seems to be where I remember, God, we done an episode about three years ago, because that's how long this positive had been going for, where we were talking about um, their big Avengers style event with Galactus taking mm. over. And it was literally like the whole internet comes together to take down this foe. And it's like, wow, that sounds amazing. And then you hear about these amazing communal events they do. Chapter five, I think it's what it is. Chapter five, the big event thing they've done recently. Like that's got such notoriety. Love to know what they're smoking over there at Epic, just to go, you know, we need Guitar Hero in this. <laughs> and it's just like, fair play to them, you know, just just fair play to them, sir. So good for you. Does the cross-platform thing work? So like, if I played it on my mobile and like you're playing on your PlayStation, could we be in the same game? Can't get Fortnite on iPhones, mate. Can't you? All right, well, oh no, don't there was say a big that. Battle, there was a big battle between Apple and... Oh, uh, yeah, Apple, yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember that. So if I was playing, okay, if I was playing just on another platform. Does Sony let this play nicely? I think so. 
because oh, of everything now. Dude, FIFA allows you to play cross-platform these days. Like, everything does. I've been sleeping under a cross-platform rock, evidently. Yeah. Um, no, other than that, so just like yeah, I played a little bit of Lego, Fortnite, Minecraft. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. It's basically you against the environment. You can team up and have your own world with people. And basically, you just play Minecraft, but it's Lego, but it's Fortnite. But it's Minecraft, but it's Lego. I like but it's that. Fortnite, but it's Minecraft, but it's Lego. I love Lego. And that's the oh, thing mate. that really draws me in. Get it. The, the, so when you, when you uh. go up to, uh, like, you know, in like Minecraft, if you want to go and get some wool from a sheep, you have to hit it with your sword mm. or your epic axe. Mm. With this one, you have to pet the sheep and then a little bit of wool comes oh, out. That's it's like, a, yay. So it's kid friendly. It's, um, oh, so it's totally kid friendly. Uh, it, but it's Lego, also, it? um, it's, uh, before I knew it, I'd put like, the evening went, and it was like three hours <laughs> later, and I was like, "I'm still." It's nice when video games do that. In my little, 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 my little Lego Fortnite Minecraft. <laughs> you couldn't let go. I couldn't let go. No, it is. It's really mm. nice, man. It's really. Other than that, guys, I've been two other things. I've been playing um, EAFC because I'm a filthy, filthy whore for uh, football <laughs> video games, and uh, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an addict, right? I, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and then, of course, I continue my journey through Baldur's Gate 3, which I, firm, the more I play, the more I believe it's the best game of the year by quite a substantial margin. So thank you very much. Hmm. Good margins. Hemming. Hmm. Yes. Um, I've, I've been <laughs> playing a uh, couple of bits. I, I spoke about it before, Power Wash Simulator was sort of my therapy and i just got so addicted to that that i have now platinumed it i was just sort of there <laughs> therapeutically. what was the what was the name of the platinum trophy i was it like you're remember. washed up hold on this is live in action right now while we search for this how long do you think this is going to take i don't know That's bro i bad. downloaded power wash it was on play it was on ps plus three games i downloaded that bad boy with you well I, I added it to my library and i thought of you at the time and i was like Man, that seems that that seems really up my street. No storylines and just doing mindless tasks. Yeah, busy work. You like? That's the kind of game I really enjoy. Absolutely, and I think you would if you just want to turn your brain off for a bit and just have a nice relaxing time listening to a podcast. It's perfect. Uh, the platinum trophy name is called Pressures Off. Ah, oh, love it. Great, great, great. Which is lovely. It's not delightful. And also, yes. well done for Mikey for like doing great stepping time yeah, while you're looking there. While me and Miles are just there, like, come and then fucker, die on your ass or tell us. <laughs> um, the, the other stuff I've been Try and fucking host when I'm away now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other stuff that I've been playing, moving on. Um, Final Fantasy 16. So we'll, hey, talk, a, we'll talk a bit about the, hey. the Game Awards later. <laughs> but Final Fantasy 16 released some DLC, dropped it on the day of the Game Awards, Echoes of the Fallen. Um, and yeah, I had a very good time with it. You basically get a door that you find throughout the story mode is now open. <laughs> what a Who'd surprise. Exactly. That and, secret door? Yeah, exactly. And now it's just a boss rush. So you go in there, working your way up the tower, defeating bosses as you go up the floors until you get to the massive Uber Omega weapon boss at the very top, which was a hell of a batshit crazy fight they have those sort of modes in like so in, in devil may cry they've had it mm. a few times death tower isn't it i can't remember what it's called it's Mortal not Kombat quite like that it's not as right. intense as that it's still quite similar to the other dungeons you play but in that sort of vein um and speaking of lego i also played a little bit of lego 2k drive 
which is the one of the other three free games this month on PS Plus. And again, it's just adorable Lego driving games. So I'm happy with it. I've only played it for like five minutes, but I've made a little Lego car, drove around the track for a bit, run over a chicken. You're aren't you? Yes, yes, I probably am. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Did you play Gollum? And is it as bad as what we all thought it was? I haven't started it yet. I haven't had the uh, the time yet to get into it. Uh, I'm I'm packing up the, all the boxes because I'm moving home at the end of this week. So uh, I've only really priorities heavy. Come on, complete the I've game, Gollum. Jumping in and out of little games and playing I, bits. When I'm I can. not. I'm not sure that Gollum is the type of game you can really get into. <laughs> oh, I need to. I want. I want to get my teeth into it. I want to spend like a good six hours, just you know, really. Yeah, I, I, I honestly want to, want to see to Hemming transform while he's playing this game. Next time we're on the pod, he's just starts <laughs> like I want to see him shirtless, killed over at his desk. Just goes, my precious. He chucks it from me. <laughs> yeah, it just becomes yes. a rough time. It's his new gimmick for the pod. He's just slowly becoming Schmeagles turning into <laughs> God. Did you know you could do that voice so well? I I didn't know it was uh, I I used to do Until it just he, as a joke. I didn't know it was as, that good, but I do it as a joke. It was coming out of the case to his in his head, head and it's just like oh I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Getting into character. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I've looked at yes. it too long. Amazing. Yes. Uh amazing. Sorry, Harry, I've I've knocked you off your flow. Well, no, no, don't worry. Uh, the other thing that I am gonna be trying to jump onto in the little bits that I can is uh, Alan Wake two DLC as well. They're releasing New Game Plus just dropped today as of recording. Mm. Um, which apparently has a whole new set of story beats, a brand new ending, and yeah, new difficulty mode that I will not be touching because nightmare mode in the original Alan Wake was an absolute uh, night- nightmare, actually, thinking about it. Hey, so hey. yeah, um, that's going to be really, really good because those are my two favourite games of the year, talking about that and getting to have a bit of a play with them again at the end. Little exclamation point. Lovely. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so... I got a platinum since we last met. Yes. Uh, I went and got that Resident Evil 3 remake platinum. It's actually quite mm. a fun platinum because it's basically just go shoot things really quickly and keep shooting stuff. But the last two trophies I had left were really tedious ones. It was uh, shoot every Charlie doll, which is basically these things you see throughout the maps, and read every file. And I thought I read every file, except there was one. And the one file that I didn't read, because I had to go like watch some uber amazing person on YouTube like show where every fucking file is. The last guess what the last file was? It was like before you take on the last boss, there's like a there's like a piece of paper on the floor that talks about a dodgy contract between Umbrella and this mercenary. So I had to go complete the fucking game pretty much just to get this one file. But the whole thing took less than 19 hours to get the whole platinum, right? So, I mean, it shows how small Resident Evil 3 really is. It was really quick to do a playthrough of. You could speedrun it in, like, under two hours. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my fastest speed one was uh, 105. There you go. But I was rocket launching it the entire way and just like, hey, kablamo, kablamo. It's the way it's everything. meant to be played, baby. <laughs> exactly, how God intended. Um, and then, uh, I suppose on the watching thing, so... Because of where I work, I've everyone's talking about Doctor Who quite a lot. And I was like, you know what? I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but yeah, exactly. Uh, but if I've got nothing nice to say, then I won't say anything negative. What I will say is that for a generation of kids, 
for them, see, seeing David Tennant on the screen was like, for them, like us seeing fucking Michael Keaton or hearing Kevin Conroy's voice as Batman. So for them, they got a little little treat um, over the weekend. So I watched the, the new episodes. It's, you know, it's batshit crazy to me. This show's been going for 60 years and there's not one good episode of it. <laughs> it's just like, how can something... You know, like you watch it, you go... How? How has this got such love? <laughs> How has it survived for this long? And why yeah. does it look so budget? I've gone into it. I said if I can't say anything nice. Yeah, okay. you, you've gone. I it, quite it, liked it had some an ending. It. I liked some Every of it time. when they rebooted. I thought no, it was okay. No. That short period of time when they rebooted. Because the first Potter episode, the first two episodes name? are like, we know this is really bad. So we're going to really put our money in the like the graphics and like make it look half decent. And then as soon as they go, right, we've done our two episodes, right, let's go back to being shit again for about five years. And then we'll go, right, let's reboot it. That's what, that's what happens. <laughs> Mate, it's absolute tosh. Right? It's, a, it's a dreadful, <laughs> dreadful program for idiots. Like, <laughs> just fucking hell, man. It's, it's uh, like, basically, like, if you were to ask me, like, what would be your worst nightmare? Four hours of Doctor Who... Or four hours of Mrs. Brown's boys. Oh, I just, oh, I mate, just kill myself. Oh, like, that's a horrible no shit sandwich. Um, anyway, so, so I watched that. Um, <laughs> I also um, also watched that. I, I love my big fucking kaiju movies. And we've been eating good with kaiju movies over the last few years. Uh, specifically with the legendary um, monster universe. We've had Godzilla, Godzilla Kong, Godzilla King the Monsters. Else. There's a TV show called Monarch, which is on Apple TV+, Plus, which is kind of like an anthology show used, using, I pretty much think they're using just off-cuts from the movies, but I don't care. It's big monsters, it's blowing the shit out of each other, it's all going to their next film, so that's pretty happy for me on that. And I'm kind of looking for my next game. Um, so that sounds like a dating ad, doesn't it? I'm, I'm single and ready to mingle with games, although I've uh, picked up Elden Ring again, because we'll talk about it at the Game Awards. I was getting very annoyed that there was no DLC announcement at the Game Awards, or Shadow Drop for that. And then I talked about, when we talked about Final Fantasy 16, aka, it's a really good game, except you wish you were playing Elden Ring. I just cut the middleman out and started playing Elden Ring again. And it's, 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 it's like you say, yeah, it's like they just put a podcast on, go kill some stuff. You know what I really like doing on Elden Ring? It's when there's an NPC, and if you go speak to them, they'll be like, oh, my life's really bad. Can, can you help me? And I just like just going and just kicking them. You know, it's like, uh, dead, <laughs> move on to the next one. Just killing NPCs. Anyway, that's been, uh, that's been that's between me and my psychiatrist to figure out. Mikey? There's one small thing I want to say. Yes. Flint, you are a man more in the know when it comes to Marvel-related mm-hmm. topics than moi, okay? I love me some Marvel a great deal, but I don't watch any of the TV shows mm-hmm. because, you know, yeah. Yeah. Now... There is, however, one TV show that I'm very interested in. Ooh. And the last time I heard, it was scheduled for release early 2024. This happens to be the animated return of the X-Men. Exactly. Yes. Have you heard anything extra on this? Is there any news on this? So, it's still scheduled for January, I do believe. January? Yes, I that, that, believe. That's only 20 days away. I know, I know. But uh, um, uh, producer Moles is, is looking it up right now, specifics. Um, yeah, that's, that's all we know. Um, there has been no official delays off of that date as of yet. Um, 
I think the hype machine uh, was attempting to be built with the post-credit scenes for the Marvels. So for yeah, the, no one watched the Marvels. The, uh, break. Excuse me. Um, there are two people who may have watched it. Oh, what you got? January third. January the third. Yes. January the third. All right. More questions. All right. Who is they going to have the original voice? People, the voice yes. actors, yes. The, the original ones from the original show. Yes, all of them have come back and recorded new dialogue. The, none of Moses them are dead. Have, not, uh, apparently not. Um, although so they probably haven't lived well. <laughs> okay, so right, because the only thing I knew about this show was that it 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 re it, it carries on from where the other one left off. Yeah. Yes. So Charles I've got Xavier days is is off to world. Watch them all. Oh, sorry, I won't do any spoilers. Um, no, no, new car- I've seen them all before. Okay, so, so yeah, Char- Charles, Charles is off-world and mm-hmm. they do intend to bring him back to this Excellent. planet and Magneto has been stepping up and supporting and they've given him a new suit, um, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is a bit like, a, oh, you know what, give me the classic red fucking bullhorn-y thing that he wore, man, because that, that was the tits, that outfit. Um, what else can I say that hasn't already been said? Um... They have it ties into apparently where the multiverse is going, um, as well with that X Men version we saw at the end of the Marvel. So there's going to be an intrinsic link to that. I have a hypothesis that at the end of X Men '97, I think Wolverine is going to get sucked into a portal, and I think that's the Wolverine we're going to see in Deadpool Three. There you go. That's my my hypothesis. Um, and that's how it becomes somehow live action, and it's huge action. I'm so excited. That's, that's that's what we're going to get from that. Yeah. Yes. I'm I, so damn on, excited. Man. I'm also like, they're also releasing at the same time, which I know you're going to make a fart noise about, but um, Echo, um, which is... The Dolphin? Ca- they're no, making Echo no, the Dolphin? No, unfortunately he's back, not. And now he's in TV form. <laughs> about time. <laughs> and he's got you a know, I always thought that out of all the different Sega franchise mascots, Echo the Dolphin was the most underutilised. He know? was ripe for a live action remake. He I'll and give, Dynamite Heady didn't get the love they deserved. <laughs> In fact, that ties into news about, about Sega remakes a little bit later on as well. Toe Jam and Earl, where are they these days? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. I'm going to I'm going to die. Uh, okay. Okay, we're cool. I'm still alive. Uh, Echo is a show set in the world of Spider-Man, the Daredevil sea. and set, Kingpin. Set in the world of the sea, where Echo the Dolphin... <laughs> have you, uh, and Sebastian the, the Crab. Time, when's the last time you guys played Echo the fucking Dolphin? Uh, 1997. Probably right. like 15 years ago on one of those emulator. Kevin probably played it last night. Don't <laughs> lie to us. I play, tried playing it a few years ago on an actual Mega Drive. Fuck my life. It's the hardest game there has ever been. I remember it being hard as balls. My God. It's, it's torture. I don't torture think I ever for got people. past the second no level as a kid. Though, is it? Yeah, is it oh. Lion King? I can't wait to be king level. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll never. I mean, you didn't you platinum that the Lion King game? Yeah, but only because you the could cheat. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. mm. I couldn't do it legit. Christ. Uh, too legu- sorry, too legit. Sorry, sorry, Flynn. I've, no, that's all right. It's basically anyway, the short version is Echo TV. The show. Dolphin, the Dolphin, the TV show. <laughs> Set in the world of Daredevil, Kingpin, and Spider Man, and it's got lots of Daredevil in it. So, as far as I'm concerned, it's Daredevil and Friends TV show. Also, all episodes dropping in January. Are they are they going to follow up with uh, you know the Spider Man the last yes. film they did where Daredevil yep. was in that? Are they yes. following up with that at all? Is that yes. the follow up to this? That's yes. the follow up to that. Okay, fine. Yep, yep. So basically, Kingpin is around in New York doing some stuff. He's got an adopted daughter who's an assassin, and this is a prelude to the actual Daredevil show that they're making at the moment. Charlie Cox Kingpin. is back. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like all these shows are connected somehow. Yeah, some, some sort inter, of inter, intertwining universe. universe. Some cinematic universe of these mm. Marvel characters. I believe they called it the car that never slowed down. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, I think it's fair to say the fox is now in. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay, look, there's only one place to start, and that is it has been 13 years since the last GTA game was released. And like Willy Wonka opening up those gates for the first time for a new generation to see, we had that trailer dropped. It was 90 seconds, but I tell you what, that achieved more in 90 seconds than I did in my lifetime. It was something like 75 million plays on YouTube in the first 12 hours alone. This is going to be the most watched YouTube video of all time, I guarantee it. There is so much to take away, so much to digest. I want to dedicate a whole section of this pod specifically about that goddamn trailer. Gentlemen, when I pass it to you, I want to hear your reaction to the trailer in terms of how did you did you think it, it did it do all those things you wanted it to do and then what did you get from it what insights did you want to take from it i have notes so i'd like to come back to them later i've got mikey a big cheshire cat grin on his face where were you at friend when you saw this where where was i yeah I, was it like mentally you, know, you can say it was where you were physically but i mean i was oh, more right, right. where you were mentally <laughs> bro well the fact of the matter is it, it was, was like surprise. one in the morning wasn't it yeah, it was such a surprise that it dropped at the time, right? And so it was like, because basically got leaked and they were like, well, fuck you, buddy. Here it Did is. Did you hear who like, the source of the leak was? Go on. It was an art developer's son. So like this kid was like, I'm gonna, he sounds like a GTA NPC to be honest. I'm going to leak all this to get followers on my TikTok. And like Rockstar were like, what a prick. Like, dude, we've been keeping this secret for so long. <laughs> we've had military-grade hacks, and we've managed to keep most of this secret. And you, you little runt. But, oh, fuck it, we'll just drop it. And, yeah, genius. Anyway, sorry, Mike. That's the story of how it ended up at one in the morning on YouTube all of a sudden. Um, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, it's perfect, in my opinion. You're like, no notes. It's, um... <laughs> I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. The the thing that the my the thing why I was like because obviously like there's there's a lot of uh, I suppose references asses. to things. There's a lot of asses. My God, <laughs> Mister Simpson, we got your letters issued with gigantic asses. Yeah, it's uh, literally a giant box of bootios. Um, the, um, <laughs> Some bootios. <laughs> the the thing with it is the thing. My main takeaway when I come out of it was holy fuck the density. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. when the, the beach with just the gazillion people on it. All doing unique things. The flamingos as well. Ah, oh, beautiful. Like, wow. That was quite I, I don't know what to say. Too, actually, with, the, with the, uh, the flamingos flying away, because they've obviously built that wildlife engine with that Red Dead 2. Yeah. So they've got that in there. Um, I'll, I'll just jump in slightly. Please do. My takeaway is I want to see gameplay. It's a CG trailer, and honestly... It was in-game. It was in-game engine. Yeah, it was in not... Game, there was no sure? pre-rendered video. That was all in-game uh-huh. engine. I'll believe that when I see it. It's I'm, Rockstar, man. Don't be sceptical so, of these fuckers. I mean... For what it's worth, for what it's worth, at no point do I think that is CG, because I don't think yeah. the graphics are good enough for that to be just CG. No. Like... Do you know what I mean? They're good for rock, for open world. Like Red Dead yeah. 2, the character models looked fantastic for the main characters. Some of the NPCs didn't look as great, but they made the main characters really pop. And the world looked great. 
But I, I just don't like that beach scene. I'm not sure if that's actual in game. I'm I will hopefully be proved wrong, but for me, I want to see somebody actually playing it, and I think that's just for me in these kind of trailers. I, I need to kind of see it. Moles is showing us there that says the GTA trailer six trailer was in game, not pre rendered. Says a GTA five dev, but they would say that. I just I just uh, did I, I genuinely like I. When I first watched it, I, this is going to sound really like pathetic of me. I was disappointed by the, by the characters, like the main people's, especially the dude. They played it straight. They played it very straight, haven't they? No, I know. In terms of, I didn't think the graphics were very good, if I'm honest. Um, The guy looks, the guy looks like he could do a bit of a punch up. I'll give you that. But like graphics aside, like finished yet. It's the first no, no, there's still a year to go. Yeah. 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 And open world games that that, that are that massive. They're, They're never, never going to be able to be as brilliantly looking as. But, that, some, but that's why I thought stars. it was. That's why I assumed it was in yeah. game mm. or yeah. using the mm. engine at least, because I was like, well, you know, I watched. I watched the Diablo three fucking cinematics oh, a generation ago. Looked better than that. Like <laughs> that's so, true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but to your, uh, yeah, to your, the to your point, Henry, amazing. Yeah, I, 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 my first thought was first of all, Mikey's was. It looks okay, but then I didn't realise what they were showing us and what mm. they were telling us in the details that we actually had. So on that beach, you had thousands. Some fuckers gone and counted it. Thousands of NPCs doing unique things and lots of different telltale things that are going to be gameplay within that game. I'll get some of them in a moment. Hemming, your point about... And this is actually the one thing that I will agree with you on with that, is that deliver it. You've shown that to us deliver it i don't want an anthem-esque unveil and then two years later some twat on youtube sits there with the opening cinematic game itself and then the actual trailer and then go look half the textures are gone half the characters have disappeared half the playable things that looked playable are no longer there you lied to us i think that's the one thing i'm scared of yeah i think i'm just old man now and if i see a cg trailer or what i believe to potentially be i just don't get as hyped with it as if i actually see somebody playing it the fuck is this we're looking at right we had a right we had a thing on this show couple of months ago where i was i was i planted my flag firmly in the ground of fuck cg trailers hmm. and trailers with no gameplay go go do go suck a lemon yeah this is this is this this, this is grand theft auto 6 okay this is grand theft auto mother flipping oh i'm sure it's going to be incredible mother flipping years for it and it ain't going to still be released for another couple yeah like i i i would be astonished if what is undoubtedly going to be the most expensive video game of all time. Oh, absolutely. Is... They've taken all the profit from the last one and put it in here. Like, it's right. got to be the most expensive. Not all the profit. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, a, a lot of it, a lot of it. They may have skimmed some of the cheese yeah. off themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. You get my point, though. No, I reckon the budget for this is going to be the biggest budget of any video game of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah I would I, not be surprised. Uh, undoubtedly. And all. I would be, again, and I would also be absolutely astonished if they lied. If they lie to you. Because yeah. it would go mm. down, because of the the, the because of the biggest the hype, flop in history, wouldn't it? It is the biggest video game franchise yeah. ever, and Rockstar cannot afford to lie to people. They have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's Rockstar. I have absolute one hundred percent faith that the product they're going to give is up to the hype, and I think they've matched it in this trailer. Now, some things that I, I, I from my notes. 
from the trailer. One thing, uh, a little thing, right? There was about four different areas where there was cop cars in. All of them were different county cop cars. So there's at least four counties in this game, which doesn't sound big, but that that, that says that suggests how fucking big it's gonna be. We've got the Everglades stuff. Then we saw an aerial shot, and if you compare that to the original Vice City map, you can kind of start mapping up a little bit. Um, focus on nightclubs, and you remember in the original Vice City, Hemming, you'll probably know this better than all of us because you you played the remaster collection recently. Yeah. Am I right in thinking the way you used to go uh, get money from? Vice City was through the ownership of nightclubs and doing little fun mini games and that kind of thing. Yeah, you could own a bunch I, of different businesses and uh, get money I off I think it that's, that's coming back. Yeah, I'd love that. I love that aspect. One thing which I think is going to be dope as hell, and this is a baseless speculation thing for me, baseless speculation, is, you know, they emphasised... And there's one thing, we talked about this before, how do you make a GTA game in 2023 because of all the problematic shit that is in G the world of GTA? And the answer is... You play it straight with your characters. So they're just, you know, they look like a general sort of like a you know, Bonnie and Clyde love story. But the world is crazy as fuck. The Florida. world is toxic as fuck. It's, <laughs> it's the most toxic fucking place going. It's Florida. <laughs> fucking ki chef's kiss genius. You've got away with it, you crazy sons of bitches. You notice that, um, and you see it in the beach scene, and you see it whenever something crazy is going on, an NPC will get their phone out and start, recording it because in society how many times have we seen a video on the internet where basically people are like you know any event getting their phones out sticking in each other's fucking faces right and everyone does that and then it showed constantly switches to live streams i hypothesize that when you beat the crap out of a random npc other npcs are going to get out their phones and you're going to be able to open up the equivalent of tiktok and see videos of you committing those crimes and people commenting it and doing cool stuff on in-game uh, that's that's my that's one of my cool fun bets. You remember in GTA Five, like they used to do the mobile thing with the mobile company and stocks and shares. I remember something like that. So you're saying that there's going to be a trophy for going viral? Yes. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I I definitely think you're right that there's going to be an in-game version of TikTok, and that was them mm -hmm. showing that sort of. Off. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they, they've done that before, where they had like you could go to a, a comedy club and watch a full comedy show, or you could yep. watch like the TV for a while, and they'd have. Uh, that reality game show taking the piss out of Pop Idol and American yeah, Idol. Yeah, quite literally, the act that you've done and someone's recorded you. That would be that would be pretty cool. That's like, it's going to be that from a different angle, and whatever you do might end up going viral in game. Like it's going to blow Hemming, your mind. Get more fucking hype! Oh no, what is this? I I I think it's because it's a year and a bit away. I've got to control myself. <laughs> look, look, okay, okay. So this Build is where I up to it. I didn't realize how hyped this game I was until I watched that trailer and. I then had almost like, you know, in that scene in Ratatouille where he, he eats the, the thing and he goes back to a childhood memory. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden I had like, okay, it's uh, it's like the like the early, it's like the late 90s and I'm in school and I'm, I'm why are you tired, Adam? I was staying up late playing GTA 3. You shouldn't be playing video games. Oh, sorry. Flash forward five years. Adam, why are you, why are you so tired at college? I was up late playing Vice City. Oh, I'm so sorry. Then at university. Adam, why are you up late? I was up late because I got no money and I went and got drunk and I wish I bought GTA 4. Um, but my point is, is that these games get in your brain and they get in your they, they they burrow into your soul and you get so obsessed with them and you discover a new mechanic and then you whether that's about uh, buying a, a, a 
building and doing shit with it or or flying a helicopter and going, oh, what happens if I, what happens if I do some really crazy shit of like put a bomb on a helicopter and then fly it into a boat and then blow up the bomb and then, oh, I died. Oh, well, I'll keep doing that again. Like these these games have a way to get at you and adore it and just enjoy it and just everything mad and crazy about it. And we have the opportunity to do that again, but with next-gen graphics and with next-gen processing power. Like, how could this not be the greatest video game of all time? I mean, I guarantee you, everyone listening to this, if you love video games, everyone that's watching this, everyone that's on this podcast right now, you have had moments where it got into your soul, this game franchise. Like, tell me your favourite GTA moment right now. I bet all of you could pinpoint one of them. Hemming, I bet you've got a favourite GTA moment. Uh, probably GTA Vice City, the original. Oh, it's my favourite yep. GTA. Absolutely love it. Just bombing around up and down the strip yep. with that classic soundtrack playing on... On one of the little motorbikes, I'm trying to think of what they were called, but I can't remember. Uh, and you would drive along, and you'd go past where the biker bar was, and there'd be a set of stairs. And if you went up them at the right angle, you just set off on a giant stunt jump that went on for ages in slow yeah. motion. Yeah, that was Incredible. Cool. Incredible. Mikey, your GTA moment. Mate, similar, to be honest. Um, I remember the, the most amazed I've ever been from GTA was on San Andreas, when I realized that if I worked oh my God, out, my guy, my guy got bulkier. And it was like, yeah. what the fuck? And all of a sudden, I was like a stat fucking muncher. Like, let's, let's, let's get these stats up, baby. And um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I, San Andreas, I, I loved Vice City, but I think I liked San Andreas maybe a touch more. Just because I just, uh, I don't know why, but I, I did love it. Um, was it the BMX? I love, yeah, I love the BMX, man. The BMX was I don't dope. Know why, it was dope as fuck, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Moles, give us your GTA moment. Um, my my favourite kind of mini games is in GTA 3, where you get the tiny little remote control car that you have to drive <laughs> under trucks. Yeah. And like gangster cars and then blow it up. I spent fucking hours doing that. Right. Now, Brilliant. every one of those games pushed the envelope for video games. They may not have been the first to do it, but they perfected it in their engine, in their way, in their most GTA-ness. They're going to do that again. They're doing it again. It's going to knock your fucking socks off. You know what? what? Hot tape. It's going to be a good game. Dude, for what it's worth, I loved GTA 5. I, I genuinely yeah, thought GTA beautiful 5 game. was a masterpiece. I love that How can it game. not be? Like, I love all that the game. work that went into that, it's incredible. The only thing I will say is that I really hope that there is not a... I mean, it's probably happening. I hope that Rockstar have learnt their lessons when it comes to crunch and developers because, like, the physics in this these games, in GTA V, if you're just wearing pants and you go into the water, your testicles shrink. Like, who's thinking of these physics and that attention to detail, right? Like... Like it's it, that being amped up, and it looks like to eleven. Um, just back on the trailer, uh, some interesting things that might influence your gameplay. I think, um, I think the protagonist—I can't remember her name—I think she's going to be wearing a tag. I think she comes out of prison with a tag, and if you see any artwork, she's wearing a tag on her ankle. I think that's going to influence how you play. It might be a at night time. You have to switch to a fella. Her fella goes and does all the stuff at night. I don't know. It's interesting off that. Um, driving. I know it's a funny thing to say, but it looks like they're doing a Fast and Furious thing here with like night racing and that kind of stuff. Yes, you can do it in the other games, but it seems to be intertwining with these different uh, groups. So like you had the the bandanas in San Andreas, right? The red the red bandanas, green bandanas. I think they're going to do that with street racing. Uh, I think it was the, the, the Beverly Hill Frillies, they called them or something, which was like them, their monster trucks and shit. Like, I think it's just going to be, 
insane. There are so many details. I love it when they do this with movies and Rockstar have done it with this game trailer where they have interspliced in so many secrets and so many things that when you just think about it and look at the previous games, you can kind of predict what's going to happen. You know when you saw that Everglades scene and you saw a big tower? Actually, that's modelled on a lot of real places in Miami. Like there's lots of literally shot for shot exactly how hotels look and stuff like that. In the Everglades, there's this big radio tower. It's, a, it's actually a replication of a radio tower in Miami, right by the Everglades. It's the tallest structure in all of Florida. So, like, you're going to be able to walk up that and base jump off, like, clearly. You've, you've just reminded me of something there. I, I really want the radio stations to be good. I love... Ah, oh, the radio there's, stations! There's no, you talk about radio tower. There's nothing more that I loved than driving around and listening to the talk radio stations because yep. they're yeah. all insane. GTA 3 with Chatterbox. The satire. The satire yeah. in Talking shit, about man. the USA-Australian war, then that's been like a theme that's gone on through all these games. <laughs> I took up Rusty Brown's Ring Donuts. I, I love... <laughs> <laughs> the adverts are stuck in my brain. Petsovernight.com. A little bundle of love in a box to your door. <laughs> I want more of those mad adverts. Uh, exactly. And that's where, like, you know, they've lent into the craziness of the world. The characters, I think, are going to be quite dull, to be honest, uh, by the looks of it. And I don't care. It's about the world and online and everything else. I love the fact that the guy who done the voice acting for... Um, uh, oh, who's the, who's the guy? Who's the main guy in GTA Five? Like you start out as Michael. Michael, that was it. They got him just to do a reaction video, and he literally just—he looks like Michael. He has the same facial expressions as Michael, and he still has the same voice, like octave for octave. So he just goes, "Well, it's just a lot of asses, isn't it?" It's just this amazing watching his response. Um, is just absolutely beautiful. Moles, I've talked over you too much, my friend. Where's your head at? I think you've now pretty much everything. But let's face it, it's GTA 6. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. And it's going to rock people's socks off. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I think, God damn it. You know, like, uh, Michael appreciate this. We are all Dr. Malcolm right now. And we've all just gone, you son of a bitch, you've done it. Just, just like, like, no real notes. The only thing is the Hemming sceptic half, very unhemming like there. <laughs> I think not, someone's captured I'm... him. Hey, furious at Hemming right I, now. What a, what a what a Colonel downbeat. <laughs> yeah, just I as long as they deliver the game, to them what they promised, which I think they will do. The game will be fantastic. I am excited for it, mm. but that trailer didn't get me as hyped as if I just watched somebody actually play it for 10 minutes. And so you I think were basically, Hemming was after a let's play. I just wanted to right. see a little bit of people doing a little bit of gameplay. You're going to get that next year. You'll yeah, get I know. that next year. I know, year, and I think guaranteed. that's when it will really hit me. You know what, Hemming? I don't want to play online. I, I, I don't want to play with you anymore. I thought yeah. you know, we could play online together. It might be quite fun, but no. Oh, or maybe a driving cult. <laughs> oh, so the alligators. The alligators. Oh, my God. Like, Do you remember like the animals they introduced in Red Dead Redemption 2 and how you could like, like pet oh, right. dogs? This is where they're bringing all that into play. They're yeah. bringing all that shit in. Get hyped, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely the first place. <laughs> Uh, well, like I say, I'm I'm generally tempted to like do like a dedicated like thing and build up to this as Boca. I think it'd be quite interesting Give and heavy. Man. You're not invited. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm only joking. Something that we weren't invited to as well was obviously the Game Awards uh, that happened uh, last week. We talked a little bit about the nominations and everything in between. Now it's actually a bit of a cultural event in a video game character. Why you ask? Because they drop video game trailers, they do announcements, and of course the awards. Apparently, it's about the people that make video games, but they didn't really think about that when they were doing the award speeches so gentlemen when we talk about this i want to hear about your opinion on 
the awards itself, any big announcements you thought were pretty dope, and just some general vibes about it. I'll start with Hemming, Mr. Anti-GTA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I He just don't doesn't like, like perfection, people. <laughs> I just can't handle it, man. It's too good for me. I think that's the problem. I just don't want to deal with rejection. Um, what I, You're talking about it being about the people? There's, well, there's obviously, wasn't, was it? Yeah, there's this whole thing going on where they only got 30 seconds to do a speech. At the very start, Christopher Judge came out and did a joke about the fact that last year he did a speech that went for eight minutes. And it they was all, a pretty funny slam, though, And they it? had to drag him out. And they did a whole joke where he was talking for a bit and then music played and he went, wait, what's going on? And then people came to get awards, they talked for a bit, and music played over them. And it's like, oh, also, no, you, you, weren't, you weren't kidding. This is, this is actually what you're doing now. Did you see that on social media, there was lots of people posting images from their seats? Um, and turns out there's a massive fucking screen about 20 feet in front of them. And it was just text that just kept saying, please wrap up. Now, bear oh. in mind, when Baldur's Gate 3 won all their awards and came out to do their big speech, no one had these folks down to picking up this award not too long ago, right? Until the game came out and then, or sorry, re-came out, because Mikey explained how it's been out for a while and how to reiterate upon it. Thank you very much, sir. The more we know. Um... But when they were giving their speech, they were talking about how they lost friends. Like, developers died while making this game. Quite recently as well, one yeah. of them passed away. Yeah. And what do they get? Please wrap up. It's just, it's, it's a bad taste in the mouth. The whole purpose is to celebrate the people that makes it, right? Well, Mikey. Not anymore. <laughs> the, the lack of appreciation for the number of people that lost their jobs over the last year. Was oh, my gone. God, right? Um, and for me, they... The whole purpose of this awards show wasn't to celebrate the people that make these incredible games that change people's lives. So it's Jeff to schmooze up to Hollywood as much as possible to try and mm. be accepted in a crowd that you make more money than. Yeah. So instead of you schmoozing up to Hollywood, why don't you just be what you are, which is something that makes more money than Hollywood does? Yeah. Because actually, and they the should be schmoozing it. up to you and they should be trying to star in your video games. Yeah. And the whole sucking upness of it and the fake schmoozing of all of it left a really bad taste in my mouth. And that combined, as I said, with just the complete lack of appreciation for the, the genuine struggles that the video game industry and the people that make these fucking life-changing games have gone through. Yeah. It's just... It sucks. It's bullshit. Basically, what a load of shit. Did you do you see there was a there was a few sections where they'd give awards away and there'd be a couple of awards on stage and people would come out and collect and give their thirty second speech and then there'd be a section where Jeff Keighley would stand there and go and the best sports game is Forza and the best RPG is Baldur's Gate and the best soundtrack was Final Fantasy. Anyway, here's more adverts. Really? Yeah, genuinely, Fucking he just hell, read man. them out. They didn't even have people come and pick them up. See, it I've was got, like, rough. I, I've, it's like they're embarrassed to be about video games. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I wouldn't mind, but you built your fucking career off of video games and off of the blood, sweat and tears, the people in that room and the popularity that their work brings. And in an industry where we've only just gone through revolution with the movie industry on equal rights, okay? So unionization and rights for better workers and stuff like that. Sounds like a really good fucking time for video games to maybe... If they're going to smooth anything out of Hollywood, it should be unionisation for their staff and better basic working conditions so that they can produce their best work. Not, oh, well, don't worry, because Hideo Kojima's here of Jordan Peele, and isn't that great? And the truth is, is that that sort of shit needs to... 
it has a place, but it's not the predominant place. The predominant place should be the people that make these awards, right? I want to hear about accessibility in video games and the strides that's taking and celebrate that. I want to hear about the diversity of voice acting and how that's getting better. I want to see about how some video game that I didn't have a fucking clue about 10 minutes prior is actually fucking capturing my imagination because of the indie scene and the promotion that should bring. Not, oh, here's lads on tour, Jeff Keighley of his mates celebrating another fucking win. You know, it's just, it stinks to high heaven, Mikey. I do agree with you. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so that we don't go and Alex down to GTA on this, <laughs> there was um, there was some video game news. Was, so was okay, quite a bit. There was actually quite a bit, wasn't there? So um, I saw a lot of trailers dropped and I saw a lot of news dropped. Hemming, you actually watched the entire thing end to end. I did for my, for what my was, sins. Yeah, what was your like biggest takeaway that was there that was announced? The biggest one for me was uh, No Rest for the Wicked is the name of it. And it's also a very good Casey Elephant song. Go listen, are. kids. Um, uh, it was, that was, again, video game related. That was the main theme for the original Borderlands. But anyway, hey! um, it, had, it caught me straight away with the art style because I thought it looked just very different. And then it popped up and said it was made by Moon Studios, who are the people that made Ori in the Blind Forest and the, uh, the two Ori games, the other one name escapes me and i'm i'm in those games if you've played them the music is incredible the art is fantastic and it plays lovelily lily that's a word that i've made up now but this one's going to be on ps5 whereas previously they'd been xbox exclusive this is going to be ps5 and xbox so that's the one that really stood out the most for me nice nice i think the thing that captured all the social media and the more I look at it, the more I think it's bollocks. Is I know I've already given him a couple, a bit of a kick in for this. Hideo Kojima's OD mm. that was uh, that was shown. And for what it's worth, I, Jordan Peele is one of my favourite directors of, like of the last sort of ten years. Like he has made some pretty bangers of movies. Um, and also, whoever thought you know the song I've got five on it is creepy as fuck. When you actually just listen to it, it's a it deserves to be in a horror movie for that alone. <laughs> so for making that connection, he's a genius. But when I saw him come out. And also, we had the, the door set up that kind of looked like a PT thing. And he comes out and you think, oh, my God, he's reviving PT. But rather than working with Del Toro, who does a bit of horror, he's now working with Jordan Peele, one would say a master of horror at the moment. This is amazing. And then they go, OD, it's like a movie game experience. Now, we have heard this spiel for the last 20 years. And I guarantee you, every time someone has said it's a movie slash game experience, it's about half hour long. It's fucking shit. It's got some actors you don't care about. And it's going to disappear like a tech demo in the next five minutes. And nothing is suggesting to me otherwise that's not going to be the case with this one. It, it does feel like this is literally a spiritual successor to PT. The OD is going to stand for like online demo or something. And you're going to play it for a bit and there'll be some horror scares. Uh, he also said it's going to be a movie, a game, and a new form of media. Oh. Oh, he's made this new media, man. Oh, what, what, what does that <laughs> Bring it to me, Hideo. What, what do you want, mate? Fungible you token, want? maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, oh, it'll be fungible of some kind. <laughs> but not tokenistic. <laughs> Unbelievable, mate. Um, I don't think it's for Mike, though, because the trailer was literally just people staring at a screen, talking gibberish, and then screaming. <laughs> Um, people did find, as a little hidden Easter egg, they found some kanji symbols inside the mouths of people. And if you write those out, it spells in 
Japanese, Silent Hills. So that's why people really? Are really Yeah, because you've got the door from PT. It says Silent Hills in the kanji. It's abandoned. Abandoned's back. Abandoned's back. Is that weird Dutch dude who was on Twitter trying to pretend he had a game? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I will say know. Hideo's it's, done some genius yeah. things for this kind of stuff. So do you remember when Metal Gear Solid 5 came out? And I don't know why he done this, Back but he done this. There was some leaks, not leaks, but there was stories in Italian press of a doctor who done the first ever successful head transplant. And the picture of the doctor was actually CG'd, but looked very realistic to the doctor in Metal Gear 5. And it just came out. It turns out it was just a leaked story for no reason. There was oh. no evidence behind it. And it's just like, a, why are you doing that shit? Is it to suggest that maybe... And you know, yeah, spoiler alert for Metal Gear Solid Five, he takes his identity and moves it to someone else sort of thing. He's not actually a head transplant. But anyway, it's just a bit fucked up. It's just weird he does shit like that. We, we need to point out this one's also Xbox exclusive. Yes. So whatever OD is, is going to be on Xbox. Yep. And yeah, you know, that's not why I'm throwing shade at it. By the way, because I know people think there's an Xbox tax. It's not. It's just I'm sort. I'm not hyped by the concept. And also, aren't Kojima Productions knee deep in Death Stranding two right now? They are. I will say on those faces though, the the graphics, the the like quality of those faces was incredible. Yes, it, he his engines are mad. He knows how to make games. Does that Kojima? Yeah, another Just hot saying. take for this podcast. Yeah, also, but this is where like it's it symbolises everything that's wrong with the Game Awards. To Mikey's point earlier, where it was just a fluff piece of pe- famous people coming out on stage who aren't part of that industry, with the exception obviously of Kojima, talking about a project which isn't coming out with no real details yet. When actually, that could have been a fucking video trailer they stuck on at the start or at the end. And they could have gave more time to maybe a category that should have been getting its moment in the sun. Anyway, run over about that. But yeah, for me, that was like, a, no, they can go fuck themselves. And no DLC for Elden Ring. Pissed off about that, Heming. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Don't look at me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they'll announce it when it's good and ready. Mm. They don't need oh. to. Was there any other announcements that's worthy of talking about, Heming? Uh, there was another couple of good ones that I quite liked. Um, God of War Ragnarok is getting a free, oh, yeah, free roguelike DLC. DLC tomorrow as of time of recording, the 12th of December. That's so, why they got him to talk at the start. Exactly, that's what they did it for. Um, there was a... Obviously, we talked about it briefly. You hinted at it slightly, and I think Moles should take over here. The classic Sega trailer where they revealed not one, not two, not three, not four... But five classic remakes are on the way. Moles, take, take a handful home, of Moles. Sega. Sega have um, yeah, pulled all the rabbits out of the hat on this one. So John have, Sega did his pants at this uh, announcement. Just, well, when Golden Axe came up, it goes like, done. <laughs> just don't worry about anything else. Just focus on that one and make it good. But no, they haven't just focused on one. They are also remaking Jet Set Radio. Oh, you had me at that. That for me, that was it. I was like, there you go, sold. That's the Dreamcast game, wasn't it? That was it. Yep. Um, crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Gonna be some crazy money here. Uh, here we go. A, a new Streets of Rage. 
Is this a new one or a remastered well, one? Because we already it, had a new it, one with Streets of Rage 4, which is a classic. It's 3D now. Well, whether it's, it's 3D. So whether they're going to remake the original mm. and make it 3D, who knows? I'm not but sure about that. That looks good. And then Shinobi is back as well. Yeah. In classic Dragon style. Ninja. I didn't expect Shinobi. I, I didn't think it's that was one It's the one franchise no to. one's asking to see again, isn't but it? But I will say... I love that they kept back the Echo the Dolphin one for the big reveal at another date. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, we know it. It's going to be Sega Master Collection rolling one. <laughs> or at the end of each game, Echo's going to just turn up and say in Dolphin language, you're part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Mikey, yeah, I know There's going to be a sequel holds. with Echo the Dolphin plays Columns. <laughs> columns. What a classic. That's not a Tetris ripoff, we promise. Mikey, I know how much you love Streets of Rage. The idea of this in 3D, do you, are you happy about this or do you no, want to not, stick not, in 2D not where you're at? No, not, not at all. I want this to die no. in a fire, if I'm honest. Um, I thought the, the, the last Streets of Rage was bloody brilliant. Yeah, absolute, Perfect. Perfect. No notes. Game. And the, did you play the Mr. X Nightmare um, DLC? Yes, it was great. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um I, much like you, Moles, I am most excited by Golden Axe. I, it's, yes. Do you want to, can, I, can I admit something to you, to you fine fellows now? Mm. As a child, I, um, I only ever played Streets of Rage 1 and Streets of Rage 2. And I didn't really like Streets of Rage 2 very much. And it was fine, but Streets of Rage 1 was the one I was like, this is my jam. Mm. Golden Axe, on the other hand... Golden Axe 1, Golden Axe 2, and Golden Axe 3, I had them all. And I fucking loved those games. The music was absolutely freaking awesome. And the, the, fa- the, the, the fact that on one of the games, like where if you don't play it on the right difficulty mode, you can only play like the first five minutes and you get to the castle bit and it's like, mm, play it on hard difficulty, yes. you fucking loser. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> um, so, but I, I love those games. I love when you go to sleep and the little dudes rock up and you have to bash them, bash their brains in with the your sword. Little gnomey things, yeah. Little gnomey guys to get oh, the mana. The little dude, twinkly music's playing and you just... Dude, I fucking loved God. The fact that you could ride the little... The little dragony Dragons. things, and the ones when you get the one with the fucking fire, you're like, excellent. I ain't getting off this mm. guy in a while. The one with just the tail whip, mm, not so great. And the big dudes with the big hammers, dude. Golden Axe was my fucking jam, and I'm very excited, extremely excited, I, thunderously excited, excited to sit. Right, question, question for all three <laughs> I mean, of you. Yes, I have a question for all three mm. of you. Out of the three classic characters, where you've got basically the Amazon dwarf. woman, the dwarf of the giant axe, and the heroic blue-panted man, who is your who was you who was your go-to? Dwarf every time. I think that's blue pant man. I I was always dwarf. He has the axe. He has the golden I, axe. And I, I was always I was always the dwarf. We're going yeah. to be fighting over this dwarf when we play it online together. I hope. Yeah. I just hope they. That's don't. why you go for Blue Pant Man. You're always in. The, you're always in the squad. Then you're the jobber. <laughs> the jobber character. Nobody picks a jobber. Apart from you, Phil. Um, do you remember? I do you remember on Golden Axe two it. and three, where, where they did a dual mode where you could go one on one with your pals? Yes, I remember it a little bit. Was, we're talking uh, quite a few oh, few gins ago. God. Sorry, Miles. What was that? But I just hope they do this game justice. And they don't just churn out some turd. Because if they churn out a turd, <laughs> I'm going to lose respect. 
Goodbye, no Sega. turd churning here, please, Sega. Yeah, yes, yes. I have to say, the the hype per minutes ratio for Sega was incredible. We're just going to stick all of this in like a 30-second thing. It was awesome. It's like, <laughs> marketing, what's our marketing budget? About £10. All right, um, yeah, let's just do them that and buy them a Mars bar and see what it'll put out for us. Um, it's, it's literally like, no. They could have they dragged that out. No, fucking 30 seconds, all in, all done. It's almost like they just they ain't got any marketing budget for it and just wanted it out there. Loved it. Bro, Shinobi is the fucking tits, all right? I loved me some Revenge of Shinobi <laughs> back in the day as well as a kid. <laughs> I'm well excited about that one, all right? Come on, I well think done, Sega. that was the Sega. first was... game you could throw Ninja Stars with. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it, was, it was quite revolutionary, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a perfect Switch game right there, isn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you what, ain't a perfect Switch game. Fucking Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, mate, have you seen that? Like, I jokingly... Oh, the Switch uh, can't yeah. handle these big titles very well at all. Just don't do it. Just stick <laughs> just to first-party titles. Yeah. Just make lovely Zelda and Mario games. And then when the Switch 2 comes out, then maybe give it a go. But, like, yeah, this this trying to take old 360-era games and making them polished enough for a Switch is not working. Stop it. Is our next show going to be the Game of the game, uh, Year uh, awards? Our awards episode? Yes. The golden lasagnas. The golden golden lasagnas. lasagnas. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, cool. Because I'm still amazed that Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out this year. Where was that, the award show? It's an award. It did get one. Yeah, the token award. (laughs) The Nintendo. The Nintendo (laughs) least Zelda award. A mate of mine was saying to me today, I think I'm going to buy one of those. We want to keep Nintendo happy award. Well, a mate of mine was telling me today, like, oh, I want to go and buy one of them OLED switches, man. I've got, I've got, kind of got a hankering for it. And I was like, should, should I buy that Zelda game? And I was like, have you played the first one? And he's like, no. I was like, just play the first one. Right. Well, let's let's keep the 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 pod because we're we're at the hour, so let's call it a pod. Um, on that occasion, we will be back with the. Oh, 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 oh we've got two fingers. I have one. Tommy, two go on, fingers. Go on, Hemming. Go on, You go first. Monster Hunter Wilds, yes, give me Monster Hunter. I love Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter Wilds looks like more, but bigger and more monsters and more monsters and giant hammers and bigger swords, please. Did you play Rise? No, I haven't played Rise. No. Rise is pretty good, man. Rise is pretty good. I always feel with Monster Hunter, I need to team up with people. That's Switch game. It's out for the PS4, right? PS5? They, they released it. For yes, the they did. For... Rise did did come just out. recently, I think. Actually, I think yeah, not... this year. Yeah, and um, they're, they're calling this a successor to World, but yes, Rise was out recently. So, what what's the difference between the games? Rise was more of a it was a Switch title, so they originally was just going to be on the Switch as its mm. own thing, mm. and was more classic Monster Hunter with zones, whereas World had a giant area like more, that was a bit more, more free to roam around whereas wilds feels like it's almost going to be a whole open world so i just wish they'd make those games a little bit more beginner friendly because fuck me they're confusing um i had had, (laughs) are they not are they not the most confusing things you've ever played oh yeah no not yeah it took me about an hour just to know like the basics of it and i've only just scratched the surface you're right the barrier of entry is quite high i remember buying monster hunter for the 3ds and i was just like what the fuck have I got myself into here? It was utterly bamboozling. No idea what I was doing. Um, I had one last thing to say before before we depart. 
I did watch a film at the weekend, which I forgot to tell you about. I watched Ooh. Uncharted. And I thought I'd mention it because it's a video game movie of a video game. Yeah. And uh, the bit mm. where Nolan North rocks up was quite amusing. <laughs> so I was like, I remember. Wait a minute. I know that voice. Yeah. And, Who's uh, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to admit something to you fine people. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it's perfectly, it, a perfectly crumbling movie. It is. And the effect it had on me is that I really want to play Uncharted now because I, Uncharted 2 is still probably up there as one of, one of my favorite experiences of video gaming history. And I never completed Uncharted 4. And uh, I'd Ooh. like to, I'm thinking, go I'm thinking of, what's that? Go back to it. Oh. Definitely go back to it. It's well worth it. Yeah, man. I, I feel like I should, right? Is, that, is there PS5 versions of these games you now or what? What's going on there? They've done a nice polished update to it, but Ooh. not enough to call it a remaster. It's all on the PSN, I think. It was a Thieves Legacy something, something or other. Yeah, that's, that's Uncharted 4's Thieves Legacy. There you go. Mm. So I think it's Interesting. a freebie on PSN. Oh, I'll have a guess. I have no yeah, interest in playing Uncharted 1, by the way. That game is fucking horrible to play now. Um, but I'd it's like to maybe play Uncharted 2 again. I didn't like Uncharted 3, but Uncharted 4, yeah. Good, clean fun. Hmm. Mm. It was the closest thing to like a, a like a new Indiana Jones IP thing, and it was just fun, right? That feeling you got when you first played Tomb Raider of just fun exploring and all that kind of stuff and adventure. There we go, that's what it had. Good adventure, um, right, chaps? It is overtime. Our Wi-Fi is getting a little bit laggy, so let's call it a pod. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this pod. If you've liked what you listen to, if you like the merchandise, click on the like, follow, subscribe, whatever button it is that you get more content from us. Uh, we'll be back with another pod before the year is out to so talk about game after year, game after year. Stay away from video, stay away from video. He'll forget about video games and get famous friends. Okay, anyway, I need to work on that. Um, but next time, uh, I'd like to say thank you to uh, Michael Carn Edwards. And D, Alex, D. Ah, love you, bye. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Moles, producer Moles in his festive jumper. A Merry Christmas, one and all. Oh, actually, yes, it, yes it's, I've got something actually that's kind of funny. One second, because props work on podcasts. He's, he's just wandered off. He's, he's back with a, a childhood version of Die Hard at Christmas. It's a, it's a oh. lovely childhood book here, and lovely, lovely, and I'm going to read you an extract from it tonight, just to, to finish off. Oh, I like that feeling of a good book. Gather okay. round, children. Gather round. This is like bedtime story, but they got one of the shit ones in that night. Barabons fluttered like fresh fallen snow as Holly embraced her love-spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all. Be kind to one another. And most of all, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. A good night and a Merry Christmas to you all.